Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. I am your host, Edgar DeJesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest knitter in the West, the famous Zach, the pool boy Nicholas, and this week we're in studio. We have the cannonball king himself, Mr. Spider. I'm in the building. He is in the building. Today, we're talking to David Jones, National Training Manager for Hayward. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Mr. Zach, the man, the legend in studio. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. It feels nice to be back in the studio. We had a good run this summer, lots of trips to Dallas, and then it's been a minute since I've been up here, so it's nice to be back in studio. But I do have to say, I think it was last week, I was talking about how I was getting back on a sleep schedule, and just one night up here with Edgar, and it's a late night. I think he's trying to ruin me. It was definitely a late night yesterday, right? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Flawless, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Doing well today. I'm actually feeling pretty good. You're looking sharp. Am I? Listen, I do have to tell you, John, the last video that you did, Zach was talking <laughs> crap about you. <laughs> Which one? The one that we did for Instagram? Yeah. Man, he talked crap about you yesterday, big time. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I heard just it. Just said it looked like he had See? a rough week. David heard it. David it. Heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me without makeup and lighting and all that, right? The truth came out. You forgot to press the filter. <laughs> I did look a little angry, though. I looked back at him. Mom said, she thought, oh, no, you look fine. You look great. Da -da -da -da. I'm not kind of look angry. She'll always say that. <laughs> Today I'm feeling amazing. I'm having one of the good days. As you get older, you start to count the good days, right? When we're younger, we take for granted the simple things, right? The little things that we don't really appreciate until we start to get old. And I feel great today. And I'm very excited about the podcast. And the reason why is we have Hayward on. David, thank you so much for taking the truck out to the studio to sit here with us and do the podcast and to talk about Hayward because our boot camp is one of our little child that we've been working on for many years, putting it together and trying to realize this dream of ours. And we had a missing piece to it. And that missing piece was what Hayward stepped in to be able to provide for us and for everybody that attended and all our future attendees. And we had a hell of a time as far as talking to some of the other companies, you know, be honest and say, hey, look, this is what we're looking for. This is what we want to do. This is our dream. This is how we envision it. Do you want to play ball? And it wasn't as easy as we expected. No, I wouldn't say expected. We knew it wasn't going to be very easy, but 
Hayward jumped up and stepped up to the plate and made it happen. And I think Houston, when we did it over at Zach's shop, was just an amazing outcome, especially for the first one. I think Hayward knocked it out the park. So did everybody else that attended and taught there. I'm looking forward to the international show. I think it's going to be even bigger and better. And I look forward to our future together in providing this type of top tier training, in my opinion, for the pool pros out there, which is much needed. So again, thank you, David, for jumping on and doing that. And thank you, Hayward, for stepping up to the plate and making it happen. Yeah, we're happy to be a part of it. This is something we've envisioned for a really long time. We're just happy to be here with you guys. Mr. Spider, you're back in the corner. You're a little quiet this morning. What's going on, brother? John is on today and you seem a little kind of quiet this morning. I'm just getting ready for Vegas. I'm uh, saving all of my energy that, to put into the award show uh, uh, boy. party. That's my boy right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> Awesome. I'll tell you what, Spider, we're excited that you're going to go up there and that we've talked about this. But just to remind you, we're putting you on stage to give out an award. So I need that selfie to update that program. What you need to do is play nice with Zach because Zach is going to be the MC that he doesn't botch your name as you're coming up, Spider. He's got faith in you. He's got faith in you. He's going to be all right. Yesterday, he said he was excited to be the MC. Right? So. John, yesterday I said, oh, you'll do the intro part. And he goes, you know what, Edgar, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the MC. So you either call me the MC or I'm not doing this. Said he had all kinds of jokes lined up for everybody. And <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> He's going to go home and have night terrors tonight about his jokes. David. What's up? Good morning. How are you? Tired. You're tired? Tired. Why are you tired? Too much travel. Too much travel? Yeah. Maui, then here, and... Yeah, but Maui was vacation. Maui? Yeah. Really? He was on vacation, really? bro. Yeah. He was on vacation. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Poor guy. Maui. We feel sorry for him, John. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Must be rough. That's where the next boot camp needs to be. Yes. That's what I'm... Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Let's have a conversation with Hayward about that after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're excited to have you exactly like John was saying. We appreciate you. We know that you travel all over the place. We know that you do a lot of training. And so I know that when you put the Pool Nation boot camp on the blimp, for us, we get super and overly excited and you sit there and go, oh, here goes these guys asking for more training, damn it. And all the dates that we gave him for last year, right? And he's like, oh my God, I'm going to kill you guys. But we appreciate it. We had a great time out in Houston. You guys came out swinging for the fence. Originally, when we talked, you guys were going to have three or four people per unit. And you guys just went back to the drawing board and you guys were like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We're going to have one station for every single person. The way that you guys set it up, you broke down everything into the low voltage, the high voltage, the programming, the salt systems. And there's some surprises in there that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But we really appreciate it because I already have Brian Croissant messaging me here. So you better be careful. I put my phones on silent because I knew he was going to be harassing me. <laughs> Anyways, you guys really came out swinging and you guys really helped us take that event to the next level. So we definitely appreciate it. All right. So let's get some housekeeping notes here out of the way really quick so we can jump into the podcast. And that is normally we talk about that. Normally we have the boot camp on the 12th and the 13th and we normally tell people to go register. We were only supposed to have 80 people, John. I looked at the report today and we have 93 people signed up for the boot camp in Vegas. Yeah, it was, that's over capacity. Over capacity. 
And there's more reaching out, wanting to register. I keep getting calls every day. Yeah. And I'm going to have to write you a ticket. Oh, just wait to the last two weeks of the show. <laughs> all the pool, oh, yeah. We yeah. know the pool guys and gals, what yep. they do is they all wait. We have people that we know are going. They know they're going. They always go. They're nominated. They were prior winners. And they're like, oh, I was just going to do it the week before or something like that. And it's just like, oh, my God, everybody wants to wait to the last minute yeah. to sign up for it. And we're going to get an influx of people. And then it breaks our hearts to have to say no, that we're not able to accommodate them. We want to, but it'll go against what we're trying to accomplish here, right? We want to keep this small and intimate and then be able to have it more of a one-on-one type environment opposed to a classroom style where there's a ton of people and everybody gets lost in the sea of things and they feel uncomfortable asking questions or you would have to be there for 18 hours to get through everybody's questions or to show each and every person. Yeah, it sucks, but next year, hopefully we're going to be able to make it a little bit bigger, our next boot camp, but we'll see. Yeah. So excited about that. The boot camp is going to be the 12th is the day that we're doing all the hands-on classes. We are going to be doing pump and ozone installation and programming with Aquastar. Our boy David will be there training automation installation and programming, heater installation and troubleshooting with Raypack. And then Hayward is adding a class that kind of was born from the last one that we did. And they're going to be doing a separate class for the salt system installation and troubleshooting and I can tell you there's a surprise, but David doesn't want to tell nope. us what it is. Nope. He just refuses. He's like, nope. I got something up my sleeve. I've got it figured out. People are going to love it. But Zach and I tried to get him to share what it was, and he just refused to yesterday. You'll find out there. Monday, we're going to be doing some classroom style. We're going to be doing water chemistry with Terry Arco. We're going to be doing managing salt systems with David, which will be teaching a class. Ozone system with Steve Barnes. Next Level Water Chemistry with Alicia Stevens, and then we will wrap up with J.B. Novak talking about specialty water care, enzymes, and phosphates. I do have to give a big, huge shout out for all the sponsors of the Pool Nation Awards, the boot camps, everything that we do. And I want to thank Hasa. I want to thank Heritage, Ultimate Pool Tools, Aquastar, the SPPA, Blu-ray, Raypack, Biolab, Hayward, Natural Chemistry. Lamont, which is one of our newest sponsors, is absolutely the apps APSP from San Diego, small chapter. They reached out to us. They wanted to support us. And then our friend Mike from Mikey's Quick Coupler reached out to us and their sponsor. John, Zach, I want you guys to take in for just a second because I didn't realize this till today. That's a big list of sponsors that we have. That's a big list of people that are backing us. Absolutely right. I'm floored by the reception that we've had. We have our core sponsors that were with us from the very, very first that saw our vision and believed in us. And slowly but surely throughout the years, the other companies have started to see that we're not a one-hit wonder. And this is what we mean to do, and this is what we want to do, and we're going to continue doing this. And this is a movement I truly believe, and we can see it happening, where just the mentality of sharing and educating across the industry, I think has just become better, not just from us, but just from everybody that's playing a part of this and that has a role in trying to educate people. And that's from the vendors to other podcasts, to other people on social media. It just seems more of an inclusive place opposed to an exclusive type of environment that we were so used to in the past. And I think that we are more than blessed to have all these heavy hitters and all these reputable companies standing behind us, believing in what we're doing and helping pay the bills because 
it's quite expensive to do some of these things that we're doing and without them it wouldn't be possible so a big thank you to each and every one of you guys and gals out there and companies that have helped us throughout the years i'm looking forward to many more absolutely big shout out to everybody that so far has jumped on jeanette janie kevin Brian is, of course, course. we knew that Brian was going to come firing out there. And so he's like, who's that Dave guy? Don't know who he is. (laughs) Megan, Maria from Ensenada. Big shout out. Benny, our friend Reyes Condes, that's going to go up to the boot camp. Todd, what's going on? Shout out to you there. And Michael, big shout out. So everybody listening, we're live. We are talking to David Jones, National Training Manager for Hayward Pool Products. So David, let's jump back in. We did our intros and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Right now, I live in Gilbert, Arizona. Was a California refugee about three years ago. Left in the middle of COVID. Was born and raised in California my whole life. I see John likes that term, California refugee. (laughs) Yeah, I'm soon to be one. He's on the list. (laughs) 38 years old, happily married, 13 years, two children. I love playing billiards. It's how I met my wife. Love going off-road. Anything with aquariums, water, fish, it's my jam. So that's pretty much what I got. You need to throw the little cupcaking for the wife, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good man, smart man. And then I dig the whole billiards thing. We like playing a little bit of pool as well. Okay. Maybe out yeah. in uh, Vegas, we got to have a little challenge. Yeah, maybe we can. All I want the record to reflect is, have you ever seen John play pool? Never. I've never seen John play. I have a pool table at home. He's never asked me once to play pool at my house. I could show you some episodes on ESPN or something like that. <laughs> the problem is, is your pool table is now your workstation. So uh, Exactly, right? I put the yeah, ping pong table top over it uh, exactly. and, and made it as a counter, which, by the way, I get a lot of heat over that. But Brian Croissant is back. He's making fun of us over here. And no, Brian, I am not going to mess with David today. David was actually going to mess with you today. So Brian uh, who? Yeah, Brian who? <laughs> He did say that, David said that they have a couple openings in case you, you need to know, yeah, right? Yeah, you Brian. Need, to, need to come on back. <laughs> a couple of trainee positions open right now. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired to poor Brian. <laughs> I love it. I was going to ask who is better at billiards, you or your wife? Oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the wrong answer. You just said, you know, happily married, all this, and now he's like, I'm better. We met during a tournament, and uh, we were put up against each other, and uh, I did not let her win. (laughs) I I can't say what I said on this podcast because it's not nice, but I did not let her win. John, little does yeah. he know that she, we're going to ask her and she's going to be like, I let him That's win fine. so yeah. that I wouldn't hurt <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. his ego. <laughs> awesome. Dave, how did you get into the pool industry? Well, I was 11, 12 years old and I was working after school every day doing landscaping. And we kept seeing these pool guys come and go and come and go while I'm sitting there busting my butt cleaning a hillside. And I was like, that looks way easier than doing landscaping. So this girl I knew, her uncle cleaned pools for a living and basically asked him, hey, can we go out with you for one day? It was me and my friend and we went out with him for one day. And from there, we put a ad into the Penny Saver, if you guys remember what the Penny Saver was, and picked up our first account. The rest is history from there. That's awesome. That was when I was 12 years old. It's amazing because that concept of working at a young age, it's a dying thing. It is, yeah. It is a dying thing because I've taken my kids out and the mentality is different. And they're like, 
are you aware of child labor laws? And <laughs> are you aware of a foster kidding. home? <laughs> I am not kidding. I've had a client tell me about that. And I'm like, dude, are you the hell out of here? Are you child labor laws. This is my child. I'll do whatever I want with him. To mine, John, mine will go, you can't spank me or I'll call child services. I go, if you do that, oh, you might gosh. as well call the ambulance and tell them there's yeah, a dead right. body in the house. <laughs> right, exactly. The kids these days, man, they oh, have yeah. no, no idea. Nope. No idea. So David, how did you end up working for Hayward? How'd it go down? Pretty short story. So I worked with him for about 10 years. Then I went to work for another company in Southern California for about eight years, nine years, and we became a Hayward warranty station. And I became really good friends with the district technical manager in the area for Hayward. And uh, a couple years went on and we kept talking every time there was a warranty situation or something like that. Basically, he called me up one day and he said, would you like to apply for my job? He's all, I'd like to recommend you. I'm getting a promotion and I think you'd be a perfect fit. And I applied for the position and got hired on with Hayward. Now, I want to take a minute and back up because you skirted. <laughs> we had the opportunity to talk for a while yesterday. So can you just talk about your role and the things that you've done prior? Because there was a long run leading up to there that is, moment. Yeah, yeah, there was a long run. First company did pretty much everything. I managed all the employees, did all the repairs. We were basically just a service and repair company. Then when I moved on to the second company in Whittier, that's where my knowledge expanded dramatically. We were doing builds, remodels, a lot of commercial pools. You name it, we were doing it. I was doing electrical panels inside rooms that were as big as the studio that were all three-phase, 480 volts, and I was going through and wiring them up, putting on phase protectors and all kinds of just crazy stuff that you don't normally get introduced to in the pool industry. Remodels, building pools. There was a long buildup to coming on over to Hayward. So you have a lot of experience in all different aspects of the pool yeah. itself. Yeah, I've done service, repairs, construction, commercial, residential, pretty much every aspect of the pool industry I've been in. A little bit of retail. So you've been down in the trenches. I have, yeah. I've chipped out pools. I've done acid washes and slid into the green sludge and been covered and smelled like sewage for the whole day. We all laugh because we've all done it. Yeah, I've done every bit of it. Now, the interesting thing is you were out in my neck of the woods. I was. Which I totally did not know until this trip. And yeah. so we were pretty much... We were neighbors. We were neighbors. We were, we were right there. Yeah, I did. He was the, fixing all your... All my mistakes. I was, all, <laughs> I was actually fixing all of Brian's mistakes. Um, uh, yeah, there was this just, guy out here? <laughs> It was a poster of you I, and all the I had to take the shot. I had to take the shot. Brian would come and fix my stuff, and then David would have to come and fix Brian's stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was right there in your neck of the woods. We did all of Orange County, L.A. County, San Bernardino. I went all over Southern California. And that's interesting because we know a lot of the same people. So yeah. That's awesome. Now, when you went to work for Hayward and you initially went the first time, what was your role at Hayward? So I was a district technical manager. Basically, it's a warranty manager for a particular region. So we handle all of our warranty stations in the area that get dispatched out to all the warranty calls, even though we know nothing Hayward breaks, so we don't have very many warranty calls. And then any escalated situations, customers upset, anything like that, 
my favorite part of the job was doing what we called the white glove install, where somebody new coming on starts to install Hayward equipment, and we would go out and show them how to install the equipment the first. We would do it two, three, four times, depending on how much help they needed. That was always a lot of fun. Of course, I like teaching people. Got to do that. Got to teach a lot of classes. Even as a technical manager, I taught all over LA, Orange County, San Diego. I even got to go out to Vegas and teach out there a couple times as a technical manager. I was teaching a lot before I became the training manager. I knew John was going to go there. Go well, for it, John. No, this is cool. <laughs> it I mean, is. One, we learned you got street cred, right? Which is important when it comes down to being <laughs> in the training industry. You were down there doing it. Second of all, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay. So if I go sell a complete Hayward pad, you guys will come out and do the install for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not we new. Will, I'm like, oh, <laughs> just think of all the money. <laughs> we will come out and show you how to install to it properly. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to have to go back out and fix it like I did with all Brian's equipment. Right. <laughs> oh, I can play. Okay. I need help, David. I need to come install this. <laughs> Where are you going to be? Oh, I got to be down the. I got to yes. be down the road. I'll be around real quick. Oh, that's awesome. I was even in your neck of the woods. I came out to the desert a few times and I helped out there. And next time you come down, you have to take me for lunch, though. Okay. That's mandatory. <laughs> You'll be broke. Yeah. Hey, we're going to cut my expense account. They'll fire you over it. <laughs> They'll be like, there was no way that was just for two people. <laughs> now, do you guys still do the white glove service? We do. Yeah. We still help out a little bit. Not as much as we used to because OmniLogic's not brand new to the industry anymore. It's been out for eight or nine years now. So not as many people need help with it. But absolutely, if you're a new builder, we'll come out there and help you all day long. Help you with the wiring, help you programming, all that stuff. You just crushed me with the eight or nine years ago because it seems like yesterday that I remember the Omni coming out. Scary, huh? Yeah. It is scary. Time flies by. I wanted to ask, so you started with Hayward, started as a DTM. Mm -hmm. So in your current role as National Training Manager. Correct. Can you talk a bit about what your role is today, how that evolved and what that looks like? Do we want to talk about me becoming the training manager? Yeah. yeah okay. Prior to me moving out of Southern California and going to Arizona, I had to leave Hayward because I moved territories. So I moved out of my territory, had to leave Hayward for a little bit. And then I became a general manager for a builder in Arizona and Phoenix. And that's when I realized like, holy crud, pools are really different depending on the territory that you're in. Like we're in a little bubble in SoCal and depending on where you're at, pools change so much and you're just constantly learning. When I go back east and teach now, it's crazy. So I became this general manager for them, was helping build brand new custom pools. It was a really cool experience. Got to design pools, draw them out, create the blueprints for them. Oh, that was probably the most fun I've ever had. It was cool. And then I found out this position was open and I had previously applied for it when I was a technical manager and I called up the boss and told him I wanted the position and Hayward jumped on it and gave it to me. Now you ask, what do I do? I do a lot as a technical training manager. I create all the troubleshooting guides. I don't know if you guys have seen the troubleshooting guides that Hayward has. We have these full picture troubleshooting guides. We have quick reference cards. So I create all of that content. We have full video libraries. I create all the videos. And then I also go around and teach as well. So I go to all the big shows and teach. I do a weekly webinar. I teach on that every week. What are some of the topics on those webinars? It varies. Like last week, I taught a Heaters 101 class. It was a generic Heaters class, and it was all about general information on Heaters, on doing proper installs. I teach on our variable speed pumps. I teach on our Heaters, on how to troubleshoot them. 
I go through the troubleshooting guide. I'll do full Omni programming classes. So we'll do a two, three hour sit down where I'm doing full touch screen, showing somebody up on a camera how to do it all. I've taught how to clean a filter. I know you smile, but it's needed. <laughs> yeah. So I remember the first filter I cleaned, there was no videos out there or instructions. I cleaned it with Dawn soap. I didn't know any better. <laughs> Everybody has to start somewhere. So it's better that they learn from a video and learn how to do it properly the first time. I got a little story for you, John Zach. So when I started doing filters, nobody told me how to do the filters. This is how stupid I was. Confession time. Competitor brand, so forgive me here, but you know how the Pentair has that little black guide that you use in order to keep up with that? John, I used to go and grab it and go, what the hell is this for? They don't need this crap, and I would throw it out. <laughs> He's lying. When he was doing filter cleanse, the grid. Four hours later, I'm trying to put it together. Yeah, exactly. And then it took me four hours to put all those grids together. And I remember watching somebody, and they're like putting it back on and stuff like that. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, bro, this is to make it easy. And I'm like, oh, man. So. He, he's lying. When he was doing filter coins, they were the square grids, all the square oh, I, ones. I did have a couple of those. Do you have any of the spin filters? I did. No. You never had any of the spin no. filters? Oh, What man. are the spin filters? I just aged myself. I've um, never heard of those. It was a round filter. The grids were set up like this instead of like a star. And when you backwashed, it had a handle on it. And so you'd put it in backwash mode and you would spin it. Huh. <laughs> and it would spin Did all the grids. Had you ever heard of that, John? No. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. This good old spin filter. <laughs> yeah. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> so I, I love I guess it. I'm not that old. Yeah. yeah. I, guess I'm not that old. <laughs> I feel well, better I feel younger. Now. Thanks, David. I'm going to accomplish something. I feel better. Okay. There was a lot of old pools in Whittier from 40s. 50s, there was some old pools. We dealt with copper, red brass, light conduit, and I'm sure you've never heard of a, a coffin filter either, where it was almost gravity fed. It was made out of concrete in the deck, and it had these bags in it that the water would flow through, and you'd have to take the bags out and rinse them off every week. Never heard of that, John. <laughs> you guys have you, you guys I have it so we have no. it so easy nowadays. <laughs> now I do have to tell you something. Out of that square grid, it was like a stainless steel tank. I remember doing it, and I take it apart, thinking it's just a regular one, and I opened it up. And I'm like, "Holy crap! What is this?" So I clean it, and then guess what happens to me? I drop the bolt for the band, and it fell into a whole bunch of leaves. And I spent probably three hours looking for it just to be able to find it. But that was my introduction to those. And I had never seen it before. I just opened it up and I was shocked. What is this? So I'm dating myself. Good old Apollo filters. The Apollos. That's, that's what, what that was. was it. it an was Apollo, Apollo yep. filter. Yep. We talked a little bit about education. So your personal opinion, why do you think it's so important for pool pros out there to take advantage of the training opportunities that are available in the industry? I was being a repair tech for so many years, I have to go out there and fix all that messed up stuff that isn't installed properly. So I think it's really important for these guys out there to get the proper education so they're installing stuff correctly. But number one is safely. How much stuff do we see? Spliced pool light wire, open conduits with wires. I mean, how much stuff do we see out there that's done incorrectly? And my goal is to teach these guys how to do stuff safely and correctly and really just professionalize the pool industry. We're not guided like electricians or plumbers or anything like that. So there's no standards to the pool industry. I would love for there to be standards. 
and maybe we could get 100 more sponsors and create a school for certification for pools. There you go. Um, there you go. That's created in Dallas. That's really why I want to educate people and is so they're doing things correctly, making jobs easier. I've spent four or five hours on a heater before, and had I just gone to one of my classes, that would have been a 10-minute repair. It's also important because it makes them way more profitable if they know how to repair the thing right away rather than than trial and error. I mean, no part or, throwing? No part. Nah, don't be a parts changer. That drives me nuts. Not part, let me just throw this and that. Throw this, throw that, yeah, throw this. Eventually, yeah. we, we built yeah. the whole damn thing. Yeah. It's going to work, oh, right? Yep. Yeah. I think it's really important, too, because I know I've talked to several people that are in the pool industry, and they're not very comfortable doing repairs. And repairs is a very good arm of the business to have, especially as an add-on to doing maintenance services where you're in the backyard all the time. And then also the fact that customers tend to trust and know you and they like someone who can handle everything for them. And so I think that these are great training opportunities and people should take advantage of this stuff to just build that confidence so that they can add that onto their business and have another revenue stream. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be you would like to not have to refer out all your repairs to somebody. You know, you'd like to do everything in-house and make your customers more comfortable too. Yeah, and I used to get, especially when it came to the vacation rentals, that's one of the number one things that I used to get is people would call me and they would be like, we're looking for somebody that we can have them service the pool. But then when we have a repair, what we can't afford is time to be able to start either the pool guy calling somebody else to come and do it or us calling other people. To them, it was really important. We need a company or a pool guy that can do it all in order to make their transaction a lot quicker because obviously it's vacation rental. They're checking in, they're checking out, they're doing all that kind of stuff. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, we are going to do a deep dive. We're going to talk about the boot camp out in Houston a little bit. And then we will talk about some of the Hayward training and the boot camp out in Vegas. We'll be right back. The Hyper Poll from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care poll designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. 
Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're out here in La La Land. I'm over here sitting there reading away at some of these comments. I was over here reading, distracted, and taking a look at this. Todd's pool service was going, hey, how about the old boilers that were the size of you? And I actually had one pool that actually had a boiler. This thing was just absolutely massive, but the lady still had the contact for the guy that would work on the boiler because you couldn't find anybody to work on the boiler. And she just had this one guy that worked on it. And I'm like, you keep him because I'm not touching that thing. It's crazy. It just looks like this big, huge, massive cylinder. Like double, triple the size of a water heater. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was so big. Yeah. Have you seen him? No. No. I would be nervous just being around it. It was pretty crazy. You know what the best part of him was? When you got to remove them and scrap all that metal. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot yeah, of good, copper in those good things. Payday, huh? <laughs> Should have told her she needed to replace it. <laughs> so anyways, and then Michael from response out there, shout out to you. And uh, Todd is saying that he still has one that works. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy how they still have those things. So coming back. So we're talking to David Jones, Hayward National Training Manager. Let's talk a little bit about the boot camps. Let's talk about some of the education that we're going to be doing in Vegas. And so let me backtrack a little bit and ask you, what made Hayward want to partner with us to do that first boot camp? Brian and I have been talking about this for a long time. We've been talking about education and the way to get out there and teach pool guys, especially new guys to the industry. Him being on the sales side, me being on the tech side, we're out there meeting with people all day long and guys that don't know how to use a meter, don't know how to use a manometer, 
this is something that the industry really has needed. And we've been talking about it for a long time. And then Brian striked up the conversation with you guys. And then I got involved because he bailed on us. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. That's exactly what we've been looking for to do for a really long time. So it was like I've been telling you this whole time we've been together. Everything happens for a reason. This is another one of those. Everything happens for a reason. It was great. Yeah. Now, let me backtrack a little bit. So was Brian telling you about the boot camps and how they wanted to go down? We would talk to each. Well, not. He didn't give you all the details. So when Brian and I would talk before, we would talk about this is how we wanted to do our trainings because we did a lot of training together. And then you guys introduced it and talked to it with Brian. And yeah, he talked to me right away on it. And so we were, we talked almost immediately once you guys figured it out that we were going to be part of it. Gotcha. Okay. Because I I was going to ask you if that wasn't the case, what did you think about it when you first came in? But you you had insider. You you kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. And it was something we've wanted to do. It's literally, you guys like nailed it on the head. It was exactly what I wanted to do. Brian doesn't have a lot of passion for training now, does he? (laughs) No, no. He's saying, we're giving Brian too much credit. (laughs) You know what Kevin will do is Kevin will bleep out the word Brian every time that we do it. He'll be like, beep, Or or for like the subtitles, just like do asterisks, like we're cussing the whole time. (laughs) Every time we say his name. That's awesome. So you guys do a lot of training across the country. Are you seeing a kind of a change or more of a desire as the years progress for training, better training, more training opportunities? I am. As the industry is becoming more professional every year, it's awesome to see. From where I started 26 years ago to to where it's at today and the level of engagement that these guys want and the amount of education that they want is awesome especially with the i hate to say this but with the younger guys coming in they really want the education they don't want to sit out there and learn they don't want to sit out in front of a heater for eight hours and learn how to repair it they want to go to a class learn how to repair it then go out and make the money really fast yeah i've seen the industry change a lot especially the last couple of years and i could just see it with the class numbers from when i started with hayward eight years ago to now Eight years ago, it was hard to fill up a class. Now it's standing room only in almost every single class you go to. So it's changing. Yeah. And we were just having that conversation yesterday. But I'm still in shock that how long ago did you say that you got into the bull industry? 26 years. 26. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. That's crazy. Let's talk about the boot camp in Houston. What did you think about it? I'm sure like it was something different. Honest opinion, honest opinion. Yeah, Let's honest it, opinion. Yeah. So like one word? Yeah. No, not one word, oh. but... Because it was stressful for me. <laughs> <laughs> I got Don't even more, hot. I got even exactly, more exactly. gray hair. It'll be stressed. <laughs> humid. Um, <laughs> really humid, especially coming from Phoenix. It was, man, I was just soaked the whole time. It was great seeing what we had with all of our different things, Aquastar being there and having their different setups. It was exactly what the industry needed. And we learned a lot from it too. And I think that was the main goal was to see where we were going to go from here. And I learned a tremendous amount from that boot camp. But it was cool seeing everybody engaged and seeing these people that have never touched a pair of wire strippers before in their life, stripping wire and screwing things together and using wire connectors. And I was blown away. I thought it was awesome. So, and especially for you guys to get that many newbies out there. You know, a lot of the classes I teach, it's guys that have been in the industry for quite a while, 5, 10, 15 years. And you guys had newbies there, which was great because they need to learn too. And we don't want them to learn the hard way like we did. 
So absolutely, I remember one of the highlights. You guys had the little connectors with the, the little, little Wago connectors, right? Yeah, and those were a hit. Those I were mean, the best connectors I, ever, I man. Mean, you brought those out, and yeah. there was videos of those flying all yeah. over social media and yeah. stuff like that. You got some? No, Michael. Uh, Michael, uh, he was like ordered some, yeah. got them on the way, like the day of the boot camp. So that was pretty cool, and it's always those big take, big key takeaways, John. It's like you always go to these. We talk about it all the time. You go to these trainings, and it's. Even if you've taken the training two or three times, every time you go, there's a new takeaway from those trainings. That's the thing. If you can walk away with one thing to help you in your business and someone might have known everything that went on and then just that connector that saves them time and makes the install easy. I mean, that's a huge thing to learn. And So you're saying we need a private label connector. Those connectors. Yeah, Yeah, for Hayward. Hayward connectors. There you go. You need to label those. (laughs) And for me, I came into the industry... And I had the disadvantage that I didn't know how to do anything. Leanne was really mad at me when I decided to go into the pool business because I was going into a business where it was dependent upon repairs, right? In order to make money, yeah, you could do pools, but you have to be able to do repairs to be able to keep your customers happy. And I'm not going to lie to you. I barely screw in a light bulb. I was in the hotel industry and I had an engineering team. So if something broke, I just picked up the phone and called the chief engineer and like, hey, here's the issue I'm having. But to me, all the trainings was always going to look for those key takeaway and that information that I could use to then teach the customer that would make me sound a lot more knowledgeable. And they'd be like, this person knows what they're talking about. And so that's why for me, it was so important to go take the, I would take these classes over and over again, looking for all those key takeaways. So let's talk about the Vegas bootcamp. And what I want to do is I want to talk about first your automation class, because I think we talked about it and we're like, we want to cut wires. We want to do this. We want to do that. And when I was talking to you and in the class, there's some things that you guys have changed for Vegas that you're going to be doing a, a little bit different. And I love kind of some of the things that you guys did breaking those down even more. So can you talk about that automation class in Vegas and how you did it in Houston and what are the things that you're going to change and focus on in Vegas? So in Houston, we had quite a few different panels there. We had from our OmniLogic and then we had our upgrade kit. We had AQRS3 and we had an OmniHub. So we had a bunch of different types of automation there. Something we're going to do And what we did there was, so we did our low voltage wiring, which is all the low voltage temperature sensors, the communication wire from the heater to the automation, the communication wire from the pump to the automation. That's the low voltage side. Then we had another booth or another section on high voltage wiring that was wiring up a pump, wiring up a light, wiring up a transformer. So there was high voltage wiring for that. And that's all the 120 volt, 240 volt wiring. And then we had our upgrade kit on how to replace a main circuit board. And then we showed a little bit of salt stuff there. Remember, we had our salt cells stood up with salt water in them. They were bubbling. And (laughs) so something that we're changing a little bit for Vegas is we're not doing as many, what do you want to call them? We're only doing three sections instead of four for the automation. And we're going to spend a little bit more time and be able to explain things a little bit more. Because I feel like we did a lot and it was kind of rushed. And I wasn't expecting the clientele that was there to be, like I said, the newbies to where I'd love to sit down with them for five more minutes and talk to them a little bit more and explain to them. But I felt like we were rushed. So now we slowed it down. We're still going to be doing that high voltage wiring, which is going to be awesome. 
but we're going to be doing even more, and we're doing the high voltage and the salt too, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Then we're doing the low voltage, and then we're going through programming on the system as well. So you know how to read a circuit board, you know how to read relays, you could understand how automation works a little bit better. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I thought you guys did a great focus on breaking those down into the low voltage, the high voltage, right? One of the things I loved about the boot camp was watching you guys, not only did you bring 20 units, so everybody had their own unit, right? But then for every group of people, you had a trainer. So it was like you had that private trainer that was working with you. And it was what you guys had one per three people, something like that. So everybody was getting that really intimate focus that we were trying to do. And I think that was huge and big to the success of what you guys did in that room. It's going to be the same way in Vegas. We have six trainers coming up plus myself. We'll have seven people just training there. So it'll be cool. We talked about the SALT system a bit, SALT class that you guys want to do. Can you talk about that and what that class will look like? I can. So that class, we were doing the SALT cell in the Houston class, and then there was a lot of questions on SALT. It was like, okay, well, let's do a SALT class. SALT sounds cool. And then it just so happens that one of my friends had called me, and he's like, hey, how do I install a SALT system? And I'm like, it's easy. Just cut the pipe. And he's like, how much do I cut the pipe? How do I install the high voltage? How do I set it up? He didn't know any of that. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So now in Vegas, we're going to have a salt class where we have one of our new AQRS3 salt systems. We're going to be doing the high voltage wiring. So wiring it from a timer to the salt system. We're going to be going through doing the programming. And then I have a surprise that I'm not going to say on the podcast. I see, John. He won't give the damn surprise. I thought in the podcast he would spill the tea, but I wanted to ask a really quick question because... Obviously, I want to talk really quick so people understand. So you guys have your AquaWrite system, which is your standalone Correct. salt system, which everybody knows. Nope, been out since is. 1996. And now you have this new unit, which is the S3. Correct. Can you talk about that unit, what the difference is between those two cool. units? I can. So there's two huge differences with that unit compared to a legacy AquaWrite. Number one is the salt goes from 800 parts per million to eight thousand parts per million. So you can have a pool running on low salt, producing less chlorine, or maybe a customer oversalts a pool and the unit will still work correctly. So that's one huge benefit. The next benefit is that when you turn the generation down, let's say you turn down to 50%, typically with any salt system out there on the market, they're all based on a time on, time off. They work at 100% on, 100% off. They don't fraction down the voltage going to the cell. With the new S3, it actually changes the voltage. So if it's normally 24 volts going to the cell, now it's going to be half of that if you're at 50%. So it's pretty cool. It's, and it'll produce chlorine all the time that it's on. So even if that salt level is at 100, will the amount of chlorine that it'll create be the same as a higher? No. Higher the salt, higher the chlorine you will create. But it's not a huge difference. So if I'm running my pool at 3,600 or 3,500, whatever we normally run it at, and then I dial that down to 2,000, it's not going to cut it in half. It's still going to produce quite a bit of chlorine. It's just not as much. And here's one of the interesting things. When I went down to visit SAC, we had some pool pros that kind of came over and we had lunch with them and stuff like that. And they were the ones that were asking for the salt class. Remember, Zach, that they were saying, you know what you guys need to do that you guys don't talk about is these salt pools and how to manage these salt pools. And we're having the conversation and I'm like, looking at Zach, is that the case? Do we need to do a deep dive into these salt pools? 
And they were saying, not just from the standpoint of how to install a salt system, but really teach the guys. And he was saying, and even my guys, how to manage these salt pools because it's all so different. There's not a lot about it. And then we talked to you guys, brought the salt systems, you did the class. And now we're seeing the evolution in the training that there needs to be a class just on the salt system. And you guys had the units there together with the other ones. And you're like, there's enough material to do a two-hour class on these salt systems. I didn't foresee that. And then here we are with the full-blown salt class. And I think, you know, you mentioned it earlier about doing a filter cleaning class, right? Uh And for a long time, what we've seen is in my experience and Justin, my partner's experience, we would seek out all the training we could get but it was generally at a higher level. So we were jumping into these classes and we're learning these things that we know nothing about and we would get the one key takeaway and go back and apply it. And then as time went on, take the next class, take it over and over. But I think what we're seeing is a few different things. One, as the industry starts to really embrace this idea of professionalism, business operations, getting financially savvy, increasing profitability, with that, what's happening is people are getting to the points where their companies are growing. And as their companies grow, they're getting to the point where they're like, we need more people because we don't have time for anything. You're seeing a lot more job opportunities or employment opportunities in the pool industry. As that continues to grow and you're going to start having more companies with multiple employees and multiple roles and things like that, I think it's really important that there's a lot of education opportunities for employers to be able to leverage to educate their team. Because In my case, I don't have time to like go out and at a granular level teach the intricate details about this salt system. So the more opportunities there are for us as employers to be able to get our team brought up to speed on education, then the faster the industry starts to grow and the more professional people become. But that being said, I think it's super important that there is a focus on the filter cleaning or the salt system, not just all of the higher level items. And we take those for granted all the time, right? Because I just shared the story. I remember four hours trying to put a DE filter back together. And I remember one where it was the old Purex upside down. I couldn't get the lid on and the customer for two hours is looking at me like, are you going to be able to put that thing back together? And those are the embarrassing things because you're out in the field trying to do those in front of the customer. But we take them for granted when it's some of the biggest hiccups when you start. And that's where you have to teach. Don't throw away the guide that's in there (laughs) so that it doesn't take you four hours. The knee pad? Yeah. Uh, Do you see that, John? It's so true, Zach, what you're saying. And we forget, and this is what we're trying to push and get the industry to understand, and I think we're making that move, is... If we don't cover the basics by us taking these things for granted as an industry, we go around, we teach all these other things. It's just mute. It doesn't matter. Some of the stuff that is being taught is so far beyond where the majority or a good piece of the pool industry is at. If they can't grasp how to cut wire or how to clean a filter or how to open it up or how to use tools, simple stuff like that then how on earth are they going to learn how to wire an automation or how to fix a heater or how to do that? And it just frustrates people. And I think it's what's kneecapped us for a long time. Sometimes we forget where we started and we forget that we were there for four hours cleaning a filter. I remember my first filter clean. Oh my God, dude, the anxiety. I was like, dude, and I was like, okay, 
I can't tell you how many times I opened and closed that son of a, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I could not get that bastard to stop leaking, right? I was like, dude, or how many times I forgot the top manifold or how many times I, all these little things that just didn't work and I couldn't figure it out. And looking back at it, we sit back and go, wow, that's just so easy and simple, but we just forget and concentrating on stuff like that is where as simple as it may be. And what the funny thing is, even the seasoned veterans that have been doing it for such a long time, when you go back and teach these basic classes, I guarantee you 99% of them will still learn something from it because they were doing it wrong or they didn't think of it that way or they didn't know. And you will teach them something that they had no idea about because there wasn't a teaching back then or they've been doing it wrong this whole time. Now they finally learned how to or why this was this way because God forbid anybody read a manual because those are the things that we just don't do. I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's a man thing. I don't know. But you, know, you get a manual, throw it away. I don't need this. I can figure this out or whatever it may be. But Zach, you nailed it, man. And that is it. And I cannot stress enough how important it is to talk about it. It's not trying to dumb things down and be like insult people's intelligence or technical know-how. But it's more of just saying, hey, look, this was something that really has never been provided before. Don't think you're too good for it. And some of these courses or these classes, and the reason why we do it so basic is because there are a lot of things that, I'm sorry, mama's cooking bacon and I smell <laughs> bacon right now. <laughs> it smells really good. But, you know, these things that we take for granted, I think we need to continue to do more of these and have more of this as an industry from everybody and all manufacturers and all vendors in order so that we can put ourselves in a position to where we don't have to, as business owners, like you said, Zach, you can't get down there on a granular level and do that just because you're physically not capable of it because you're limited when it comes to time. I want to take that a little bit further and say, hey, another thing that's hesitant for us as business owners is that can we trust the content that's out there to be quality content so that we can entrust our employees to be taught the right way? We're stuck in a hard spot sometimes, or it's a catch-22, where we feel we have to micromanage and do it ourselves because we need to make sure it's taught correctly, opposed to having the faith and trust that there are quality vetted education out there that is teaching people correctly, where we don't have to babysit them or make sure that they're being taught correctly. So uh, we can talk about this for probably another two hours or so. I want to jump in too. And how many things do we, I'm sure all of us do on a daily basis that we've learned how to do, whether someone showed us or through something we found online, but we don't understand what's happening. We just know to change out this thing. Here's what we do. Unclip the thing, put it in there, clip it back. Okay, it's working. But do we understand what it's doing, why it's doing it, how it's doing it? I think the way that I learned was being by someone's side for a couple of years and even a few years into it, there was a lot that I could do to fix the problem or replace the part or whatever. But did I understand what's going on, why it's doing it? And I think that's where a lot of these basic things, it's just breaking it down even more thoroughly in a more focused manner and getting people to grasp that understanding what's going on. And when you grasp the way the water's flowing or how this is working or how it's eroding this or whatever, that is super important. Because when you look at some other industries, like we were talking about standards, things like that, 
a lot of other industries, you have to go through rigorous certifications and trainings and you have homework and they're really hammering in that understanding. It hasn't been the case for us. Agree. Amen. Preaching to the choir. No, amen, brother. A hundred percent. And to take it even further, to be able to completely understand why things like I put it on our site, it's we know more than just how we know why. Right. So it's why things need to happen, why they need to be done that way, not just how to fix it. And just the understanding, it's a little bit more than that. And what it does is when you grasp the why, then you're able to harness that information. And then that'll help. You can figure out other things based off of that, not opposed to having to be taught a simple task. This is how you do this. This is how you change this. Okay. I only know how to do it on this heater. I only know how to do it on this or whatever. But when you understand how it works and how every heater is the same, pretty much, you now you're able to apply it. Now you just got to find where that part's at on this heater and then apply that same principle from this heater to that heater, or same thing with automation or same thing with plumbing and however it may be. But what's so exciting, and I keep saying this, is that I think we're making the move in the right direction. And this is what we need as an industry to become more professional, like what David said, that he's seeing every single year we're becoming more and more professional. And we are on our way to becoming a trade or an industry where there will be certifications where there will be courses and maybe even college, hopefully, is what I see one day, because the work that we do is important. And I think the work that we do can be dangerous if you don't do it correctly. Yeah, I don't mean to keep talking about this, but on to our next question, David. So what other trainings do you do? I know you talked a little bit about webinars and other trainings that you do, but other bigger trainings do you do as a national trainer for Hayward? I go to all the large trade shows, like I'll be in Atlantic City in January and that one I'll teach. I taught my largest class there last year. That was 380 people. That was a huge class. I was so nervous. I'll be honest with you guys. You still get nervous up there. You know, you want everybody to learn and you don't want to mess up in front of 380 people. So I go to the big trade shows, go to the Western show. We do a huge education segment at the Western show. And then some of the other stuff I do this weekly, it's called our virtual training series with Hayward. Every week I do a different topic. Usually every month is like the same topic, but then every week I do a different item. So like October, I started out with Heaters 101, which was a generic class. Then I'll get into our Universal H series, and then I'll move on to our next heater after that. And I separate them all in different segments. So that way you're not on a webinar with me for five hours because that would just get boring. So I do the virtual training series. We do these like recorded clips. I have a video library that has over 150 videos in it. And it's all the way from the long webinars, from hour and a half, two hour webinars, all the way to little two minute clips. So that's another part of the training that I do. And then we do a hands-on training or it's called hot training throughout the nation. And so I manage all of that that happens and that happens in every single region for the entire nation. I manage that as well. That's a paid training that we offer. You listed a lot of good resources there. And I know there's other resources available to the pool pros to take their own time to self-educate or attend. We've got webinars, we've got in-persons. If you're just at home and you want to educate yourself, we have Hayward University. You have to talk to your sales rep and they put you on a totally Hayward program and then you could have access to that. Or you can view my video library and on that video library that will have the 150 videos that they can go on there and educate themselves. I'd say that's the best way to get the education because I cover everything on there and I have a lot of generic classes on there. I have a lot of product specific classes. Where are those videos? On the 
Hayward no, University those, or those? Those ones I have a private link that I have to share with you for you okay. to have access to them. Okay. But I could share it with you guys and you guys could share it out with the team. Absolutely. We'd yeah. love to take a look at that. All the other trainings are at totallyhayward.com. Totally Hayward. And now to sign up for the program to be a Hayward, it's, free. it's anybody can do yep. it, right? So, anybody for, can do so it. For, if anybody's listening, there's no requirements. Just talk to your sales rep. They'll sign you yep. up and boom, and you're in and it's yep. free. So. Mm-hmm. And then you could have access to Hayward University. That one, we have actual like pre-recorded courses. Then at the end of the course, there's actually a test and then you get a certification at the end of it. That is awesome. Mr. Zacharias, John, let's take our final word from our sponsors when we come back. I want to get your final thoughts. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. 
Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We are speaking to Dave Jones, and he is the National Training Manager for Hayward. We obviously talked about the boot camp in Vegas, excited about the classes, excited about that new SALT class, still trying to figure out what it is that we're going to do there in that class, but he won't give that up. Just don't come with any nice, like, pretty nails or anything like that. I'll give you a little tip. Don't come with a new set of nails done. None of I that. know that the awards are done in a couple of days, but you got to get them done after the salt class. <laughs> <laughs> they will get messed up. <laughs> that is awesome. So, Zach, let me get your final thoughts. Yeah, I just I had a good time hanging out with you, David, yesterday. A lot of good conversation. And it's just really interesting to hear your transition into the industry, your progression through the industry. And you have a very vital role to our industry and training people. And we talk about it, the new generation coming in and they have more of a hunger or more of an appetite for more training. And so it's even more important role right now. And a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes, there's a lot of work that goes into all these different things that a lot of people don't truly realize. And the tech manuals, the how-tos, the video, just everything in person, the travel. Thank you for what you do. And I appreciate it, and I'm excited to see the next five years from this conversation to five years from now, what that conversation looks like then, and so I had a good conversation with you today. We should have our pool school open by then, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting. I'm just pausing here to see if John will speak. (laughs) So here's the thing that we do, (laughs) David, unless I say John final thoughts, he'll do what he just did. He'll just sit there for 20 minutes quiet if we haven't. And Spider and I have been talking. We're going to come in and do a podcast early and wait for 20 minutes and see if he just sits there quiet like that. Because look at him. He will. (laughs) Oh, he turned off the camera. (laughs) John, final thoughts. Look, I just want to echo what Zach said. I think it's very important. And I'm not saying that you don't think this way, because I'm sure you do. But as a whole, you do have a very vital role. I think you have one of the most important roles in the industry you and the others in whoever in any manufacturing company in our industry, especially the big three or the big four, the big four, you single-handedly have a huge piece of, or you're responsible for the next generation when it comes down to their knowledge and their training. And you could only do so much. You can lead that horse to water. You can't make them drink, but 
you play a very vital role, one of the most important roles, I believe. And it's, to be honest, right now, full truth, full disclosure, after this podcast, especially talking to you, having the chance to meet you, and then listening to your story and what you believe in, I feel a lot more comfortable knowing that you have the mentality that you have and your eyes are open to what's been in front of us as far as the biggest need we have as an industry in order so that we can get to the next level. And I feel much better about Hayward and I feel much better about where you guys are looking to go in the future. And it has nothing to do with us. It's just more of that mentality. Now, I guess we have to figure out a way of how do we execute that and how do we get more people involved and how do we get more of the pool pros and the next generation to soak up this education and to learn how to do it the right way instead of trial by error, which is good to a certain extent, but how much easier would it be and how much more of a pleasant experience would it be for newcomers in the industry where they can gain confidence much sooner in their roles taking on this, I think is probably one of the coolest industries out there, period. So I just want to say thank you. It was awesome that you came down here. I can't thank you guys enough, you and Hayward for believing in us and taking a part in what we're trying to do and accomplish. Look forward to Vegas. And I look forward to beating you in a game of a nine ball. Cool. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, John? Is that bacon? I know you got eggs and bacon, but eggs. Wow. Uh, anything else on your final thoughts? Do I need to do anything else? Do I talk too much? No. Anything else? Are you forgetting anything? Did I forget something? Yeah, you obviously forgot something because I'm over here honestly, going, anything else? Anything else? <laughs> I did. You're I coming did out next week, bro. Yeah. Oh, I am You're coming, coming out, out next, next week. week. Oh, I know. I know. I said, look, I need to come out there to see David and meet. And Edgar's like, nah. he wouldn't let me come out this week. He's allowing me to come out next week, apparently, but not this week. We're only a few hours from each other. Yeah. All right, so. cool. Yeah, John, I am. I'm going to be out in Texas next week. And I'm telling you, I'm counting down the days. I am so excited to go out there. It's been a while. Like five weeks. It's been like five weeks. Yeah. Man. It's been a long time. So that number one is the thing that you forgot about the final thoughts that you're going to come out. And when John comes out, yeah. we just, we work half of the time, but the other half of the time yeah. we just play and have a good time and eat. And we need to go get our tuxedos. Yes, we do. Zach and I tried to do that yesterday and we ran out of time tired. and it was too tired. And so we need to get our tuxedos. And then number two, John, and I know that you're a little bit passionate about this, but maybe we could work this out with David and we'll throw David under the bus here just at the end of the podcast. But we're going to have 93 people at this boot camp and we are going to have people from all over the place coming over for the boot camp. So here's my challenge to David and John's going to back me up on this. We're going to do the boot camps. You guys are going to do the automations. You're going to do the salt systems. I have all the information of all the people. Do you think that we could get a list of the reps if I give you all the different areas and we can have a list of the local reps for the people that are there? John, I think what would be great, and you've been always pushing this, but maybe that way we can, so let's say that there's somebody there from Arizona, whatever, Gilbert, and we can give them, hey, you took this class? And here's the local rep that supports you. Here's their number. Here's their contact information. If you need anything further, these are the people that are going to be able to help you and then maybe help them. Call them. Say, Dave said you'll come out and install all of our equipment for us. <laughs> he said it on a podcast. I heard him. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> the white glove where you install everything yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. So that's easy. So there you go, John. 
that's that, step no. one of what I'm looking for, but we're getting to, yeah. we're, we're going to end up getting to where we're going to get to, but I so think now we got to figure out, now we got to figure out how to get that on the app and figure out how to, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. to get them the resources. I think that would be great. So awesome. my final thoughts, obviously I loved coming out, hanging out with you. I loved being able to get to meet you and get your story. I think that you've been in the industry for 26 years and, and you've done everything that we've done is important when you get out to train pool pros, right? Because you can have somebody that could be a corporate trainer that's thrown into the industry that they just have to train on the content, but that's very different from somebody. And we were sharing stories about putting lights in, right? And well, it's very easy to put a light in. What happens when the bolts are stripped? What do you do? What do you do in all those different types of cases? And you're able to answer those questions. I love what Hayward has done with us with the partnership coming. You guys have come out swinging and you're swinging for the fences and nothing but the best foot forward is what you guys have been doing. That just really aligns with everything that we're trying to do. I definitely want to thank you. I know that it's not easy for you to take the time to come out here. Like you have so much on your plate. And a lot of times we try to get people to come out and they just, they can't find the time. And I know that for you, you had a lot of things going, you had to squeeze this in here to come out. So we really appreciate that you came out and you made the time to come out here and talk to us. Cool. We appreciate that. Everybody catch me and John next Wednesday on the Instagram live. What are we going to talk about, John? Answer some questions. Yeah, I think we've got to get back to answering questions. Yeah. So, John, I I will have a list of 63 questions for you to which you will answer to and the hour will be over. But, hey, we'll be down, right? So let's do it. Let's do it. Anyways, everybody, hope you have a great weekend. We will catch everybody next week. Have a great one. Spider, peace out. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.